0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Victory Church. Today is our worship service number 143, June 23rd, 2019. And I give you the most warmest welcome to each one of you and to our viewers and listeners. Thank you for watching and connecting. I'm going to invite you to stand up. We're going to pray and get ready for some songs for the good Lord. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. And we thank you, Lord, that we can sing to you and worship you, Father. In the name of Jesus.
1: Amen. Wake up and smile, cause it's been a while. It's been like a whole day since I stopped, so you could hold me. This child awaits, strong in the faith. Lord, you are the refuge that I can't wait to get you. I can't let a day go Can't let a day go by Without thanking you For the joy that you bring to my life And oh There's something about the way Your shines on my face It's a love so true I can never get enough of you This feeling can't be wrong I'm about to get my worship on Take me away it's a beautiful day, yeah, yeah, yeah It's a beautiful day, yeah, yeah, yeah When trouble seems to rain on my dreams It's not a big, not a big deal Better wash all the box of my windshield Because you're showing me In you and the refuge that I just just to get to So I won't let a day go Won't let a day go by Something drop down, turn it up I'm ready to fly And ooh, there's something by the way Your sunshine's on my face It's a love so true I could never get enough of you This feeling can't be wrong I'm about to get my word It's a beautiful day It's a beautiful day Yeah, yeah, yeah I got no need to worry I've got no room for doubt No matter what's coming at me You'll always be the beautiful I sing about There ain't no limitations To your amazing grace Your amazing grace there's something about the way, your love shines on my face, oh no, I can never get enough of you, this feeling can't be wrong, I'm about to get my worship on, I'm gonna sing a brand new song, I'm about to get my worship on, take me away of this beautiful I am, I, am I am a friend of god i am a friend of god i am a friend of god he calls me friend. i am a friend of
0: watching or listening we want to encourage you to go to our website and uh, actually there in the website there is a way to communicate directly with victory church and you can send directly there your prayer request your children thirsty and hungry for your presence we are hungry and desperate to get more of you Lord more of you Lord and less of ourselves we empty ourselves Lord from bad things for things in the flesh for all the concerns and worries that we carry because of our needs and material things but Father, we we want to get rid of all that right now. And by trusting in you, Lord, that in this moment, we will receive more and more of your holy presence. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we open our hearts, we open our arms, and we prepare ourselves to receive this beautiful touch of your Holy Spirit in our hearts. More of your presence in us, Lord, right now more of you in us more and more and more that your glory will descend upon us in such a powerful way Father that we will experience the peace that surpasses all understanding that we will receive the strength Lord that becomes the joy of our lives thank you Father for all the wonderful things you do for us We want to worship you, Lord, in any way, in every way that we can. We depend on you, Lord, and here is our lives dedicated to you, Lord. Use us, Lord, receive us, and we trust you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. we want to encourage you to go to our website vchurch.us and feel free to find uh, on the website the tab that it says give online and then you can make your contributions to this ministry if you are in the U.S. you can just send a text message to 432-268-0007 thank
1: you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church We hope that you will enjoy it.
0: Imperfect. That is the title of today's message. Imperfect. June 23rd, 2019. This is our worship service number 143. What a title, huh? What a picture. Have you noticed the picture of this particular guy? It looks like a little bit crazy, but when you think about it, who doesn't look a little bit crazy after all? You know, we go all to the mirror and we look ourselves and like dang it (laughs) we are a little bit imperfect right i'm inviting to our viewers to go to the website bechurch.us and look for the tab bulletins and then you can download the bulletin in your mobile device or computer and then you can print it or make your digital notes like our brother ronnie does although he is today traveling but you can do that imperfect what is perfect Who is perfect? We know the answer. The answer is in the scripture. And we read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Revelation chapter 21. From verses 1 and 2. Then I saw a new heaven. And a new earth. The first heaven and the first earth had disappeared. Now there was no sea. And I saw the holy city. The new Jerusalem, coming down of heaven from God, it was prepared like a bride dressed for her husband. What analogy? What analogy? The beauty of a bride prepared for a husband. You know, the church is considered the bride and the Lord God, the husband. That is the new Jerusalem that one day is going to come down from heaven to earth. That would be perfect. But what else is perfect? In the same chapter, but from the verses 22 forward, we are going to read beautiful things about the perfection of heaven. Are you with me? Let's read this passage. I did not see a temple in the city. The Lord, God Almighty, and the Lamb were the city's temple. The city did not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. The glory of God gave the city light. The Lamb was the city's lamp. The peoples of the world will walk by the light given by the Lamb. The rulers of the earth will bring their glory into the city. The city's gates will never close on any day because there is no night there. The greatness and the honor of the nations will be brought into the city. Nothing unclean will ever enter the city. No one who does shameful things or, or tell lies will ever enter the city. Only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life will enter the city. Through the way to through the verse 27. Chapter 21 of the book of Revelation. A lot of people don't like that book. They feel uh, scared just by thinking, oh, I don't want to read anything about the the future. (laughs) And they don't know how many beautiful things we can find in that book. But the truth of the matter is, it's exactly in the book of Revelation that we find the perfection of God. The perfect world that is going to be one day and is already in heaven where Our dear ones that one day gave their lives to the Lord, and their names were written where? In the Lamb's book of life. They are already rejoicing in the presence of God. That's why I encourage everyone who misses somebody that was with us one day and now is in heaven, we say, don't feel sorry about it. Don't feel sad. You should be encouraged to know that there is beauty and perfection in heaven. There is where they are. And they are healthy. They are not suffering. They are not sad either. There is no tear, no sorrow. They are in, in a glory and, and the splendor of God. That is the perfection that we all want to have one day. And it's beautiful, correct? Correct. Because heaven is perfect. Say it with me, heaven is perfect. And God is perfect. But other than that, who is perfect? What is perfect? Wouldn't you say, do you know anything that is perfect? <laughs> you see this crazy guy in this video? He's like, what in the world? What's wrong with you, fella? <laughs> Well, That is the question that many people ask us. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And we are like, why? (laughs) Because we can't see what other people see. And they wonder, what's wrong with us? The truth is, besides the good Lord, everything else is imperfect. Everything else is imperfect. There is nothing else that is perfect. This world is imperfect. They are talking about the, how the icebergs are melting and this, the temperatures and all that. Well, yeah, because this world is imperfect. <laughs> what do they think? That nothing is going to happen after all the trash that we make? <laughs> well, naturally, something's going to happen because this world is imperfect. And they talk about our president and our policies and this and that well yeah our country is imperfect it is imperfect and what else is imperfect in your view oh yes people are imperfect right and then you just look around and you say "Ooh, you don't you don't know this relative of mine <laughs> you don't know the people that i that I live with, you know, in in this neighborhood. You don't know my family. You don't know this. You don't know that. They are terrible. They are, you know, they are not perfect. They are imperfect. Of course they are. Everyone is imperfect. But I have news for you. You are also imperfect. And I am also imperfect. Everyone is imperfect. So how can we deal... With the imperfection of life when we want to accomplish good things. Well, we have to understand that only God is perfect. And when we are looking at everything else, nothing is going to be perfect. Nothing is going to be perfect because only God is perfect. It's the reality of life. And that's why we need His restoration. Do you agree? We need to be restored, because it's really hard to see how our lives are sometimes terrible. But the beauty is that our good Lord can restore me. Do you agree? The good Lord can restore me. Have you experienced some changes in your life that you see now? Oh, wow, I'm I'm doing really much better. Do, Do you see that? Do you say that? Do you feel that way? You know what comparing where I was X amount of months ago or X amount of years ago oh yeah I'm, I'm doing much better the Lord is changing me he is doing a beautiful process of restoration in my life but not just me the Lord also can restore people around us correct through us he can restore others because when we are changing we are making an impact in those who are around us. That is his desire. Because his desire is that the country will be restored. We hear comments in the news and people in social media saying their serious concerns about all kind of movements today. And people are concerned and they are saying the country is going down. What's going on with our country? We got to do something with our country. Well, yes, of course, we have to do something with the country. And what is what we need to do? We need to come back to the Lord so I can be restored. And then those with me that I can help, they can be restored. And then eventually the country will be restored. But what is what we know the scripture declares about that? Declares that what is going to be really perfect is the new world. You cannot expect that because you are changing, everyone around you will change. And then everything is going to be so different because everybody changed. <laughs> you know, that is, it is a big dream. but it's just a dream. The truth, according with the scripture, is the perfection is going to be not on this life. The, the perfection will come one day in heaven. Okay, you say, well, I, I understand that. But you know what? I like excellence. I like excellence and I like to do things with excellence. And I like to see good things happening in my life. Well, yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that we can do in the meantime? Because this deal of having too many imperfect people with me is really driving me nuts. People are impunctual, people are irresponsible, people drive like crazy and all this imperfection. Well, what can we do? I mean, there is no hope. We just need to take it and say, well, it is what it is. Is that the case? Well, I don't agree with that. And I want to share with you today four things that you can do to achieve things with excellence without killing anybody. (laughs) Four things that you can apply in your life to achieve things with excellence without you killing anybody, and without you giving yourself a heart attack, without you ending in the hospital because of the stroke. Or without you, having nobody around you because nobody can stand you. Oh, yeah, but you have that excellence, right? That that is the problem. We know that achieving things with excellence requires a great deal of discipline. Self-control. Getting up early. Doing things. Having a check, a list to check, you know, all day. What are the things that I I have to do? Prioritizing and all that. But the problem is when we are so into that path, we forget that there are individuals around us. And sometimes we hurt them. And sometimes we know that. Those individuals that are so goal-oriented, they destroy relationships for that reason. There are movies about it. There are stories about it. Great artists, great politicians, great entrepreneurs, great athletes, excellent people that achieve things in life but they didn't ever heard These four things that I want to share with you today. And that's why they messed up in many ways. But the first thing that I want to share with you, it has to do with being tolerant. We know that only the good Lord God is perfect. He is the only perfect. The rest of the people are not, including ourselves. So we have to be very tolerant with our people. When they come late, you, you better learn to deal with that. Because if you are the person that you are having some sort of a, a, a anxiety attack or here in, in some part of your abdomen, you feel like there, there is something moving and it's moving and go, growing and going up and up with the strength because this person is coming late, you, you will have health problems for that because people are imperfect. Yes, but, but, but I am paying him. I'm paying this company to do this. Yes, but they are imperfect. If you are expecting that people are going to be so perfect Believe me, you are going to end alone. Nobody will be with you. And uh, your life is going to be miserable. You have to be tolerant with people. Not everyone is punctual. Not everyone brings everything that should bring the day that they are called to go to the workplace. You know, this is the classic scenario. You hire somebody to do any kind of work in your home or in your car or in your office, wherever you are. And they agree that they will come at, X time during the afternoon, 3 p.m. So here you are. It is two, one hour before you prepare everything to be ready ten minutes before 3 p.m. so you can receive this individual, correct? Right. So here you are in your home and your work or whatever, waiting five minutes to three, and you say anytime 3 p.m. You don't see any cars. You go to the window. You check your phone. There are no text messages. 3.05, and you are walking around the house. 3.10, you are getting nervous. 3.15, you are furious. And then you make the first phone call. And you know what happens, right? What? Where are you? And we start pushing. The fact that people are impunctual or not responsible... We cannot change that fact. That's what you need to understand. You can't change people. You don't have to accept it. But you have to understand it. Because when when you just let those little things in life eat you, you will end with ulcers. Somebody is coming 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes late and you are already upset with that person, what is the first thing you're going to say? Something mean. Something cruel. And you know what is the worst part? That we have no clue what really happened to that person. We don't know if this person just left the hospital with a family member in ER and came because had an appointment with you. You don't know that. And you are not giving this person the opportunity to explain because you are already upset <laughs> that this person has no option to say one word. You see? So tolerance is essential to deal with imperfection. You have to be very tolerant. But that doesn't mean that you are not going to, to take care of what, uh, what is necessary in terms of your safety. Let me give you an example. Things that happen in, in, in work, in the reality of our lives, We hire somebody, has to do some work, and there are some extensions, electric extensions, and the extension is not long enough, so needs to go to the car to bring another one. And you are standing there outside looking how this person is working. Are you following, right? There is an extension. The extension is plugged in the outlet. But there is water on on the ground. And this person goes with the extension and notice that it's not long enough and says, Oh, I think I need to get other from the truck. So you are tolerant, right? Came late, you let it go. You are helping this person. You are very patient with this person, right? And has the extension there. And then before this person drops the extension on the wet ground, you will say, hey, 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 hey. wait, 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 wait. Hey, there is water there. You don't want to have a, a short circuit here, you know? You can be electrocuted and myself as well. Give me the extension. I'm going to hold it. Oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that. And puts the extension in a, in a very not safe place. That is what people do. And the moment they walk out, you see the extension coming into the water, and boom, accidents, knives, glasses, cars, keys, passwords, files, checks, etc., because people are not thinking of what they are doing. But you like to do things right. And you see the potential accident. One thing is to be tolerant, another thing is to let accidents happen. Those are two different things. You need to be tolerant with people. But when it's about your safety, you better take action. You cannot just let these people do whatever they think, you know? Three guys in a ladder, right? Two guys holding the ladder and the other guy in the ladder. Have you seen those videos? And you just look at them and what are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, it's so so ridiculous. But it's exactly the problem. So, point number one: be tolerant, but remember always, your safety is priority. Now, watch what the Lord Jesus says. Matthew chapter 19, verse 21. Jesus answered to this young man who who told him, I have followed the law. I have done everything that I've been taught. I'm a good guy, is what he says. And this is the problem, guys, that we need to face. Sometimes we think of ourselves, you know, I came on time. I made the time. I am here to do this. I'm doing all this. I am really doing good. And we put ourselves in this pedestal. And look what the Lord Jesus said to this guy. He says, if you want to be perfect, then go and sell all that you own and give the money to the poor and you will have riches in heaven. (laughs) If any one of us, if you, my friend, you think that you are so precise and accurate and correct and with so much integrity and you do all with consideration and on and on, you need to be careful not to think that you do things so perfectly because look what the scripture says. The Lord Jesus says, if you want to be perfect, then go and sell all that you own and give the money to the poor. If anyone says, I'm doing everything so great. The next thing you need to do is sell all your stuff and give it to the poor. Then you will be perfect. How about that? What do you think now? No, I, I agree. I am not perfect. Okay, so now we are all in the same level, right? We are not perfect. So we are the same. And that is essential for you to achieve things with excellence because you don't need to be putting yourself here like others are here. We are all the same. Ones are hiring others. One people, one person can be the one hiring somebody to do the job. Another person is being hired. But that doesn't make any, any of the two more or less. That's, that's what I'm talking about. We are just humans like everybody else. Sometimes we are the one being hired to do the job. And sometimes we are the ones hiring others to do the job. But no one is perfect. Something else. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4. But there are some things that you cannot be sure of. You must, you must take a chance. If you wait for, for perfect weather, you will never plant your seeds. If you are afraid that every cloud will bring, will bring rain... You will never harvest your crops. This scripture is talking about whenever you are going to do a job, of course you want to do it perfect. You want to do it right. But sometimes, my friend, you cannot expect the perfect weather. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do with what you have. And try it. Especially when there are people that you are training. That goes for leaders. People that are training others, you need to give individuals the opportunity to fail. You have to do it. As a leader, you have to do that. It's like parents. We need to get the kid a car that that he will mess up because it's what they will do. It's the first car, the first meal, the first steak this guy is going to grill. You know what is going to (laughs) happen. You're going to mess it up. Can you imagine my first sermon? Can you imagine the first time that I was singing in front of people? (laughs) What about you? You see? Somebody gave you the opportunity, so then you started it. That's what it's talking about here. The second thing that you need to do is to set boundaries. Because one thing is to be tolerant. Another thing is just let people do whatever they want. <laughs> you have to define what is what the person is allowed to do or not. Set, setting your boundaries is very important when you want to achieve things with excellence. And that goes to leaders as well. If you are a supervisor, or if you own your own business, or if you are hiring somebody to do work in your home, this is for you. You need to set boundaries with the people that you have. Uh, you are working with. This passage in Matthew chapter eight, verse nine, it has to do with a, a soldier who was in middle rank, and this guy came to the Lord Jesus, asking him for a miracle of healing, not for himself, for somebody else, and this guy wanted to ask the Lord if he could. The Lord could heal this individual. And in the the conversation, this is what the Lord said to him. Are you with me? Matthew 8, 9. The guy says to the Lord, I understand authority. There are people who have authority over me. And I have soldiers under my authority. I tell one soldier, go, and he goes. And I tell another soldier, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and my servant obeys me. Watch the answer of the Lord Jesus. Verse 10. When the Lord heard this, he was amazed. He said to those who were with him, The truth is, this man has more faith than anyone I have found, even in Israel. Faith and authority. Come on, Gian, explain that to me. Put it in black and white. Draw this easily so I can get it. What is the deal here? Setting boundaries, authority, faith? I don't get it. Explain that to me. Here's the explanation. Let's suppose you are in charge of a project. Okay? Let's suppose that I call you and I say, here is $500. I need you to build this thing. Here's the money. Do this project and you can hire whoever you want. So you go and you say, well, I can do this project. I can build this thing for, for, with 500. I can do that. Included labor and materials. I, I think I can handle this. So you decide to hire people to help you. So you hire people to come. And now you have the responsibility to do the job. But then you notice that these people are not punctual. They are not responsible. They are not doing it right. And then you're thinking, well, I remember that that message. Tolerance, safety, oh, boundaries, boundaries. I need to set my boundaries. Hey, guys, listen, these are the conditions of the job. And then you start putting your boundaries. What is what they are allowed to do and limits and everything. You give deadlines and everything to your crew. Okay. Now, when when they are starting to build the thing, watch this, they are starting to build the thing, you are there and you say, Hmm, no, 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 no. We are doing it wrong. I want you guys to do it this way. And then the ones that you hired, they say to you, No, no, that's not the way to do it. We're going to do it this way. You hire these people to do a job for you, and they are trying to tell you how you need to do the job. Now, who is responsible in my eyes? You, not those two guys that you hired. I trusted you. Who has the authority? You have the authority. And now these two guys are telling you what to do. Are you following the, the scene? The problem is this. I have the faith in you that you will do the job. So you have the authority to do it. You set your boundaries when you tell the people you hire, this is the way to do it because you are the person in charge. If they are telling you, no, no, that won't work. This is not the way to do it. Basically, basically, these people are telling you, watch this, please. They are telling you that they don't trust you. They are telling you that they don't think that you are capable enough of handling that project. You see the problem. When you are in charge of a project, people need to follow your lead, not the other way around. But when you are building that, you know what you're doing, you hire people and you are telling them what to do and they follow the lead, You will finish the job because they are following your instructions. And that is the key. You are the leader. You know what you're doing. And your people need to trust in you because you are the one who was hired to do that job. Third aspect is get the job done. I gave you the 500. I lay okay for the 500. And then these guys are messing everything up and then i come to check the project and then you tell me well you know the problem is that these guys they are they are in poncho. they are irresponsible they they brought the wrong material they are doing all these things wrong and i'm standing here looking at you and i will say and why are you telling me all that well because because of them this project is not finished And I will say, buddy, I don't care what you have done with them. I hired you. You need to get the job done. You see? Doing things with excellence, even though you are going to be tolerant with people, doesn't mean that you are going to be irresponsible yourself. You have to get the job done. I want you to see this scripture. Scripture. Words of the Lord Jesus. Chapter 4 of the Gospel of John, verse 34. He said, my food is to do what the one who sent me wants me to do. My food is to finish the work that he gave me to do. So the Lord Jesus knew what he needed to do and he get it done. That was his job. To perform Miracles to preach the word, to share with everyone his love, and to go to Calvary to die for us. And he says, my food is to finish the work that he gave me to do. But you don't see chapters in the gospels of the Lord Jesus having uh, mental breakdowns because the apostles were doing this or the people, the crowd were doing that. I can't stand these disciples. Can you imagine the Lord Jesus freaking out that way? i do not going don't to do it it is
1: because I don't have enough money.
0: You know, No. No. He was on the task, doing the job, until he finished it. And that's the way that we need to do it. And the fourth thing that I want to share with you today about this is learn to enjoy your day. Because it's all that you really have. You don't have yesterday. Yesterday is, is gone, guys. And tomorrow is not here yet. You have today the day. Enjoy your day. Look what this scripture declares, Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 24. "The best thing people can do is eat, drink and enjoy the work they must do. Enjoy. It. You can achieve things with excellence, without killing people without having a heart attack or giving you a stroke. You can achieve things with excellence. You just need to be careful how you handle your people, how you handle yourself. Trust in the Lord. Pay attention to your assignments and be tolerant with those that work with you and enjoy it. So let me ask you this question. What is what people will remember about you? One day we will be gone, correct? We will be in heaven, in the perfection But what is what people will will remember about you? I want you to think for a second. Those people that work with you, those people that live in your neighborhood, those people that that did business with you, those people that were part of your church, those people (laughs) that you made some trips with. What is what they will remember about you? Colossians chapter 3, verse 14 The most important part of your new life is to love each other. Love is what holds everything together in perfect unity. You need to show the love of God through through your character. You need to enjoy your day that when people think about you, they will say, Oh, that was nice. That was nice. Because like this prayer in Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3. God, you give true peace to people who depend on you, those who trust in you. The peace that we need comes from the good Lord. He is the one who is going to give you the peace that you need. But if you have never received that peace, maybe today is the day to receive that peace. Would you be willing to give your heart to the good Lord today? Would you say, Lord, I really want to give you my heart, my whole heart. How do we do that? Well, we do it by faith, through prayers. There is a beautiful prayer that is in the screen. If you want to give your heart to the Lord, read it with me. Dear God, first of all, I have to admit that I am absolutely imperfect. I acknowledge that I am not perfect. I make mistakes like everyone else, and I want to stop being too critical of everyone's mistakes It is not fair. I am as fallible like the rest. I am sorry, Lord, that I have been even mean to those who fail. Please help me to become the person that you want me to be in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to understand that you are the only perfect one. Help me to be more gracious to everyone. Please, Lord, help me to be nicer to people I really want to change. I love you, Lord. It's a simple prayer, a commitment between you and the Lord. And we can receive that forgiveness through the cross. And then, all together declare, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. My life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019. Very happy to see you all here today in the church. And you are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful week. Enjoy your Sunday and enjoy your families. See you next time.
2: Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light. Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served. I know, I know, I know, I know.
1: We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.